The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello and good afternoon or good morning, depending on where you are. Uh, this is Cover Story, and I am Meg Robinson from PR Web. I'm joined today by my uh, by my uh, lovely and talented <laughs> Brandy Yes, exactly. I was tripping over my tongue. Brandy Shapiro Babin um, of Webmaster Radio, uh, the the queen thereof, from what I understand. <laughs> you you're awesome meg and you know what i i i hear you guys are thawing out up north you know we are uh, but we've been going we've been going from thaw to freeze to thaw to freeze and i'm really not sure what is going on outside right now it's a little overcast how about up there how about down there in the uh sunny, sunny southland of florida I have to say, finally, the marketing is exactly as it seems to be. It is sunny and magnificent and about 75 degrees. For once, I'm feeling very good about the decision that I made to live down here. I feel very smart and very prudent. Well, considering it's about 35 degrees here, I'd be more than happy to send some of our cool to you. Really, it would be no skin off my nose to send some down to you. Why? No, you, darling, just get on a plane and come and visit us. I think I think that is a much better plan. Well, we'll have to schedule that some sometime soon. But for right now, we get an opportunity to talk to some really uh, a really interesting guest. Absolutely. We are joined today by Catherine Heaviside from Epic Five, um, and we have. Uh, I'm I'm busy scrambling to to even try and find her. Um, overview here she has so many so many wonderful credits to her name absolutely absolutely if i'm not mistaken um she, you, she's been actually honored as agency of the year by the prsa two years running uh named one of long island's top influentials for the past four years by long island business news uh she is of course the president of epic five public relations and she's counted counseled corporate and not-for-profit enterprises through the changes that have swept over long island during the past 30 years and for more than 330 clients since 1979 wow. she forged relationships and spearheaded communications not only with the media but also with other business foundations and associations she has 17 people on her staff and uh has really been sitting on a lot of wonderful boards so i guess uh without further ado welcome Catherine. well it's very nice to be here and actually uh we're we are cool we are also in the north uh mm-hmm. but we think it builds character so, uh, and it keeps us running fast. 
So oh, I like I like that excuse, Catherine. I am going to have to use that building character excuse very soon. I, I guess that's why I'm living in Florida now. Maybe I built too much character, and they just sent me south. Yeah, I think you don't need any more character. And yeah. and in hearing and in hearing you uh, introduce Catherine, I did notice something that I think is unique to New Yorkers, which is um, I'm from Pennsylvania, so we pronounce it Long Island. However, I heard you pronounce it Long Island. Oh, okay. So, my lovely Meg, are you talking to Catherine? Or are you talking to Brandy? I'm talking to Brandy. I, I thought you were, darling. Yes. You know so much about me, and Catherine, I mean this in the nicest way, and that's another, I guess, positive thing about me living in Florida, is I consider you now a kissing cousin, where if I um, was speaking to you from where I originated, we probably wouldn't be talking nicely. I'm from Boston. I'm a very proud Bostonian. Ah. I with a lot of New Yorkers, and my father was very proudly from Long Island, henceforth. Ah. The funny pronunciation. I don't think he pronounced it that way either. She's <laughs> <laughs> offended now. She's like, wait a second. No, no, no. Some Bostonian bastardizing New York? No. <laughs> um, no thank you. <laughs> so so um, tell us a little bit about uh, Epic Five and how you came to start that organization and, and what you all do in a little bit more uh functional way so we can understand a little bit better. Surely. Um, this, the agency was started by me about 30 years ago. We're right, you know, we're outside of New York City, which means um, uh, we pay lower rents and we also have, uh, for many of our clients, we're, we're the uh, more reasonably cost alternative to New York. But most of the people on my staff come out of New York City agencies. Uh, who decide that they want to live and work in the same time zone uh, because commuting is is difficult. So uh, we we actually have a variety of clients, and many of the firms that decide they want to do business on Long Island, which has about approximately 3 million people, uh, come to us to help them forge relationships on Long Island. But we do also have uh, direct, public relations clients, and they're in a variety of, of uh, businesses. We have health care, education, uh, some, uh, some not-for-profit, uh, not a great deal, professional service firms, uh, a good deal of energy, and yeah. some media. Now, that's interesting. Um, is, is the Long Island area known for a lot of energy companies? You or have you just uh, well, gotten to know a lot of folks? No, they don't have any, necessarily the energy companies. But, for example, we're representing a California company that has ah. uh, gotten a large contract on Long Island uh, for, uh, for solar power. We've represented an LNG terminal uh, that they wanted to have built. Uh, much of what we do really spans both public relations, um, and also uh, community community relations and public affairs. So we sort of uh, it's it's integrated. But if you wanted to do a business on Long Island, uh, very often we get called because we do know the political spectrum. We do know the public officials. We do know the business leaders. I sit on 
the large, the, uh, <clears throat> the board of the regional chamber of commerce, which has most of the large companies on it. <laughs> Obviously, we're not a large company, but it's a good place to be. Right. So, you know, let's, because you do have a very strong, obviously a very strong uh, and illustrious background, let's talk about when a company should potentially look into bringing on on an agency. You know, let's talk about some general criteria. What kind of company should start looking for an agency? Well, first of all, I think uh, it would depend what kind of company it is. We, We tend to... Uh, more often than not, uh, for retail clients, we uh, we do not accept them as clients. Uh, occasionally, we do, but for most most kinds, most of our work is uh, tends to be business to business. Or when a company wants to build a reputation, attract potential clients or customers, or stimulate referrals, um, and they want to have public relations, it it really has to be done over a period of time, and, and the business should be stable enough to really commit a yearly budget. But if a crisis hits, uh, if there's an issue that, uh, whether it's corporate malfeasance or a union issue or uh, a community that wants to block a development, uh, that's something that we really uh, we handle on a project basis. And that's important to get the the crisis management PR firm on board at the earliest possible time. I so, being well prepared, as every everybody on this call knows, is the best way to survive bad press or an employee panic or, or even a downturn in business. Right. I think what we're looking for, and that was great information, is specifically, you know, being able to look from a B2B perspective. There's a lot of companies out there that are, um, let, let's take internet-based companies. So perchance they have, you know, a strong, like a very strong product or service and the company is managed by, um, you know, for lack of better words, a technical geek, if you will. You know, when is it, when is it, do you think, important to bring in a PR agency? And then is there criteria, not specifically for your company, but in general Mm -hmm. terms, like, you know, using your, you know, your expertise and understand that, you know, in working with so many clients over the years, there are certain people that, you know, I would think should bring a PR firm in-house. You know, there's people who maybe want to do piecemeal work with a PR agency. What are some pitfalls and strengths in doing that? How do people, you know, truly create um, and understand, um, like, the the PR status for their company? Okay. Are you talking about bringing someone inside or whether to hire outside? Correct. Okay. I'd say that if you're just simply looking to get press releases out, and, and basically these days nobody should be looking just to get press releases out, uh, you, you can bring you know you can bring a junior person in to do it. I think if you, unless your firm is large enough to really invest in a small department, I think they're better off with an outside agency. And the reason that's true is when you're hiring one person, you don't want to hire you know, the senior person and expect them to be doing personnel releases, uh, or you don't want to hire a junior person who really doesn't have enough experience to do strategy and really uh, align your business goals with communication goals. 
So, uh, and it's, you can't, you can't get that same thing in one person or you paying too much or you're not getting what you need. So, uh, I would say that talk to some PR firms or talk to some outside consultants and really evaluate if they can give you what you need, uh, to move your needle as you're looking to, uh, increase your business. Great. Well, I, I think that's some uh, some really good uh, hints. When we get back, we have to take a short break. But when we get back, I'd like to ask some questions about how to vet the right uh, group to be able to help you if you do have to manage a crisis and need to make that decision quickly. I think that's an area that will definitely help some of our listeners. So for now, if you can... Um, Hold on, we will be right back after we pay some homage to our sponsors. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story will be back after this short break. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. CEO coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin with webmasterradio.fm. I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Meg Wong. Uncle Robinson, and our featured guest today is Catherine uh, Heaviside, who is the president for Epic Five Public Relations, uh, really focusing on Long Island, uh, New York. Welcome back, Catherine. Well, it's nice to be here. Terrific. So prior to the break, we started to really chat about how a company should know, you know, when they really need to bring PR into the forefront and whether it's better or not to bring in a firm. And, you know, you were really discussing the 
potentials between uh, you know understanding bringing in a senior person and having expectations of that senior person to handle doing um, certain tasks versus bringing in a, a person that potentially is too junior. Now, over your years, you've had a lot of people come through you know your doors. What are some of the mistakes or, or maybe the preconceived notions that people have when they come to you and ask you for hire? Now, I'm not speaking, how do I say okay. it? One of the things, well, there's some people who, you know, who really think they want something and they get confused. So how, how do you make it easy for them to know what they need? Okay. Well, one of the things that we feel really important is everyone understands the expectations. And, you know, in, in the crisis or issue management area, uh, one of the statements I've made to potential clients is that good PR doesn't solve bad management. So if they've done something that's uh, really going to impact their business, we really have to make sure that uh, the underlying causes are changed or uh, and or we have good explanations for what they're going to do in the future. So... That's crisis, and I could go on with that for 20 minutes, but I'll, uh, I'll cut that short. Uh, as far as um, general public relations, uh, we always start with an action plan, and we really get very clear on what their goals are and what the strategies are and what our tactics will be. And uh, we make sure that they understand that building a reputation in uh, Using public relations to to really extend the reach and frequency of their advertising and impact their bottom line is a long term process. It's mm-hmm. not something that's going to happen overnight, but uh, it's extraordinarily effective when it's done right and when it's uh, the public relations is targeted to the right market. Timing okay. is correct. Okay, so let, let's talk about you know, the right market. So, for example, you know, do you believe that if that you should go to a firm that specializes in your business segment, or do you feel that there's potentially cannibalism there? Like, is it which which benefits a company more? Yeah, I, I'd say there's no there's no easy answer there because um, when you have, it doesn't have to be in your market segment, but the experience should be transferable. If, for example, uh, and, and there are some specialized experiences uh, that, that are, are a benefit to a client, and having, you know, for example, healthcare, very, uh, you know, the field has a lot of uh, situations that we don't find in some other public relations businesses. And, and it's good to know them, and it's certainly, you certainly shortcut the learning curve. But uh, most, most good public relations agencies can uh, develop programs within a wide variety of industries. So when you're shopping for a PR firm, is it reasonable to ask them to put together um, a sample plan based on your market segment to show that they, you know, understand your market space, they understand, like, your corporate culture? Uh, I think it's very reasonable to expect a proposal. Uh, We do a proposal so that they understand that we've heard them and that we are able to give them a roadmap of uh, how we would, the strategies we would use. 
we don't go into the specifics until we sign the contract. And then we do an action plan where we they're able to see what are our expectations in the first three months and six months. And we usually don't go out uh, more than a year because it's, then it becomes fiction because actually we learn a lot in the first few months of working with a with a new company. Do you have do you find change. that people that are signing on for PR the first time are a little gun shy of of the bottom line of what you propose to them or does that do they I mean I can imagine yes. a new company being a little gun shy, yes. right? Yeah, I actually, um, I always say the worst clients are the clients who have PR for the first time because uh, they're very concerned about the cost and um, they they don't have the experience to know that when you're doing a good job, it, it isn't always uh, immediately visible to them. Right, right. Are there any ways that you suggest that people... Are able to look at their uh, look at their success, look at the success of of what a PR campaign is doing. I'm, I'm sure you guys present uh, metrics to them, but are there things that a small company can do for themselves to start understanding the value that that you're bringing? Uh, I think that first of all, there's a situation of trust. Uh, I, I we spend right. a lot of time making sure that people uh, have, we, we under-promise and over-deliver. And right. we make sure that we give a number of caveats. And if, in fact, we scare people off with those, that's a good thing. I really don't want a nervous client. Right, keep expectations as low difficult. as possible. And anything above that, everybody's happy. Yes. Yeah, and 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 then nervous client. Uh, you know, I've told people in in the first or second meeting before we even sign a contract uh, that perhaps they should wait before they make a commitment to a public relations firm. Okay, really? Wait for what? That's interesting. Sorry. Well, I think because very often their the amount they spend on public relations is too large for their comfort level. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, I think that uh, I think, and that we often tell people to go to advertising because you can't. You know, there we're not going to guarantee that uh, we're going to bring business in on a Monday morning the way an ad on a, in the Sunday newspaper will. That's a good point, right? But let me, I mean, do you have from a, from a, like a quantifiable scenario, how do you, do you posture it to them? Like that, what their ratio is like advertising dollar versus PR dollar, um, you, you know, and be able, like, are you able to give them full reporting or should people ask for full reporting on the, their PR activities so that they can see a potential ROI? Well, they they actually it depends on the client. You know, we have a variety of clients from rather small companies to you know billion dollar more companies. Um, the larger ones really understand public relations. They understand the evaluation process. They understand the metrics that we're going to provide them. I think the smaller firms are really looking 
for something entirely different. They're, they're making subjective evaluations of your work based on uh, whether they're seeing a bump in sales or whether they're getting referrals. And those, you know, we have a lot of professional service firms. And they, they're, as one managing partner of a New York City law firm said to me, uh, I had him, I had the firm many years ago, and I was not comfortable with how do we judge whether, and I asked him at the end of a year, I said, how can I judge, have you uh, had an increase in clients? And he said, yes. I said, how can I judge whether we've had any effect on your law firm practice? And he said, well, his evaluation was he doesn't know whether clients have come to him because of an article he saw in the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times, all he knows is that now when he, whenever someone is selecting a law firm, their firm is more on the short list of uh, firms they're evaluating. Right, so, so you've been able to establish more um, trust in them. Mm-hmm. In that particular yeah. client, yeah. So it's so it's not necessarily a, a directly measurable event like you might be able mm-hmm. to see with with advertising, but it's a more long term, subtle effect. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. we do have to take a brief little break, really quickly. Um, uh, we will be back in just a moment with a wrap up of the show. Please hold. Please hold on. We'll be right and back. Don't move cover story. We'll be back after this short break. It's time again to make your plans to be at SES New York 2011. SES New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 21st to the 25th. SES New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, over 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SES New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Yahoo's principal research scientist, Duncan Watts. Thursday, March 25th is the Online Marketing Summit's All Things Digital Best Practice Day, which features a full day of premium breakout sessions. Don't delay. Come to SES New York 2011. March 21st to the 25th inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com and get 20% off your registration when you use promo code WMR20. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com and use promo code WMR20. Two, one, boost to ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with AscenderCart. Learn more about what AscenderCart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents... 
Purse Strings. Purse strings. Marketing to women expert Maria Retan will untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. Purse Strings with Maria Retan. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin. We are rounding our last segment for Cover Story this week. My goodness, how time flies. Of course, I'm excited to be joined by my fabulous co-host, uh, Meg Walker-Robinson. Of course, I always have to say it like she's a Southern Belle. And our featured guest today, uh, which is Catherine Heaviside, president of Epic Five. Welcome back, Catherine. Well, it's good to be here. Terrific. So, you know, prior to the break, and unfortunately we are coming to the end of the show, um, I understand that a lot of PR, let's say, isn't, um, you know, isn't measurable. But, you know, for a credibility or, or, as you say, trust perspective, it really can help companies sort of uh, get the lift that they need and, you know, perhaps outpace some of their competitors by, you know, establishing extra credibility and being places that are considered to be trusted sources. If you could leave our listening audience with one piece of advice when it comes to either outsourcing or honing skills internally, what would it be? Probably the most important thing is to make sure that whatever the strategy is, I mean, skills, we, we have to assume that everybody going into PR is going to have good writing skills, uh, good analytical skills, the ability to uh, look at the broad picture. And, and I think that the, when PR people start to think of themselves as business people, uh, that's when we kind of cross, cross the threshold into the, to the new era of PR. And, and I'd like to see that uh, we really concentrate on making sure we understand what is the company's strategic plan. It's one of the first questions we ask a client. We want to see what their plans are, and then we develop our communications plans to make sure that they're integrated and they, and they move forward the business plan. So I'd say let's, um, the important thing is to think uh, like you own the business. Ah, okay. But you you really do need that window, enough of a window from that new client to be able to really get what their what their plan is, what their big picture is to be able to start building on that, right? Well, I think that uh, when you establish early on that it's a we relationship, not a you and I relationship, uh, and they understand that you really care about them. Uh, if you're calling them on uh, things that have nothing to do with your client, Ooh, uh, nothing to do with your your relationship, your business relationship, uh, they understand that you really care about their business, and and that's when you start to have the, develop the trust, uh, so that they kind of take you inside uh, their the management. Right. 
I think that's I think that's a, a, a good point, Catherine. Um, you know, because I can only speak on my behalf, and actually the experiences that I've had over at Focus slash PR Web. You know, our mentality, and I I'm going to actually speak for potentially Focus PR Web. Um, Go for it! <laughs> yay! Why not? You know, is it doesn't matter whether someone's paying you a dollar or a million dollars if you accept that person or, or that company mm-hmm. to do business with treat people the way that you want to be treated. And the more you can um, infuse yourself into an organization so that they grow. You know, I think everyone's success mm-hmm. is bent on, on each other, sort of climbing that yeah. ladder together and being able to look over that beautiful yeah. I business. I mean, you have to have as much passion for their business as they have for their business. And if you're not interested in them, uh, try some other field. <laughs> You know what, with that, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, We truly appreciate you. For those of you that are in the uh, Long Island, New York area, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for uh, making the contribution to our listening audience. I think uh, they've got some great takeaways. And Meg, again, another show. Yes. And uh, I guess we shall meet again. Great. Same time, same day, next week, Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time, and anytime on demand at Webmaster Radio, all your major podcast portals, as well as iTunes Radio. And, of course, we're 98% uh, penetration with mobile devices. So you can listen to us anytime, anywhere. And uh, I think listening 15 minutes a day will... uh, put more money in your wallet and uh, give you a better sense of self. So thank you again, Meg, for joining us. And uh, thanks again to Catherine.